we learned more about Monday's shooting in California. That's where we're starting The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Wednesday, January 25th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Authorities are saying that a 66-year-old man killed seven people at two mushroom farms in the Half Moon Bay area. That's just outside of San Francisco. He was arrested shortly after the shootings. Here's San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus giving an update at a news conference yesterday. As some of these victims were members of our migrant community, this represents a unique challenge when it comes to notifications and identifications of next of kin. All of the evidence we have points to this being the instance of workplace violence. The Mounted Mushroom Farm, the first location, is where the subject was employed. At least 19 people have been fatally shot in three mass attacks in California since Saturday. And this is despite the state's effort to tackle gun violence. Zooming out here, there have already been 39 mass shootings in the U.S. this year alone. That's according to one database. Number two. The U.S. and Germany are set to send tanks to Ukraine. This has been controversial. Ukraine has wanted Germany's tanks in particular because they're fast, easy to use, and widely available in Europe. Germany had been dragging its feet for months, but made the formal announcement today. And the timing of this is important. Russian forces are expected to begin a wave of new attacks in the spring, and these German tanks can make a big difference on the battlefield. The U.S. tanks likely won't arrive until the fall. In other Ukraine news, several of Ukraine's top officials, including a close advisor of President Volodymyr Zelensky, were forced out yesterday over allegations of corruption. Number three, more classified documents were discovered, this time at Mike Pence's Indiana home. According to letters sent to the National Archives, a lawyer for the former vice president found a small number of files during a search last week. President Biden has also faced criticism over classified documents found at his home in Delaware and a personal office. Number four, a new White House plan will push to give renters more protection. The Biden administration has drafted a blueprint for a renter's bill of rights, and federal agencies will gather data on unfair housing practices. The news was announced this morning. The plan will rely heavily on state and local governments, as well as landlords, to join in. It's not yet clear how many will actually do so. But at least in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, two agencies have already agreed to cap rent increases for subsidized housing. And a lot of people feel that this measure is needed. Average rental prices have increased rapidly in recent years, disproportionately hurting the country's 44 million renter households. Number five. Seven-time All-Star Scott Rowland made the Baseball Hall of Fame. He's an elite third baseman who won a World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals back in 2006. He was elected to the Hall of Fame on a writer's ballot yesterday. He'll be joining Fred McGriff. He was voted in by a Veterans Committee last month. The class of 2023 will be inducted on July 23rd in Cooperstown, New York. (laughs) 
Number six. The band Panic at the Disco is breaking up after 19 years. It began in a Nevada high school in 2004 and became wildly popular with angsty teens. You may recognize hit songs like Death of a Bachelor and the song you're hearing right now called I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. I chime in with the haven't you people ever heard of. The lead singer, Brendan Urie, posted on Instagram yesterday that he and his wife are expecting a baby and that he plans to focus on his family. He was the only member of the original band left. His last concert is a sold-out show on March 10th. That's going to be in Manchester, England. Number seven. Ants can apparently sniff out cancer. The tiny insects have such a sharp sense of smell that researchers are trying to train them to detect human cancer cells. This is according to a study published this week. The way that cancer is diagnosed right now is often expensive and invasive. This study opens the door for some quicker, easier options in the future. And just like that, you are all caught up. And you already know that The 7 has got you covered in the mornings. But at the end of the day, you can check out our podcast called Post Reports. Martine Powers and Alahe Azadi talk to reporters from around the Washington Post newsroom and go in-depth on one story every weekday. If you don't know it, go look it up and hit follow. And obviously, if you're not already subscribed to this show, you can take care of that too. I'd like to call that feeding two birds with one scone. Have a good Wednesday. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.